It's like, I'm glad that no one listens to your podcast. <laughs> like, all right. That's, that's, all right, buddy. Thanks. Say, I mean, <laughs> I'll be the Steve Bannon to your Donald Trump, and we'll sit in the White House, and we'll record the pod from there. Yeah. It'll be great. Right in the Oval Office. But can we seriously not just take a fucking second to appreciate the fact that we put people on the goddamn moon? That's it. We're here. We're out here. Oh, welcome back. Thank you for joining us Salt of the Streets pre-show. This is what episode 63 in the Four. pre-show. Four? 64? Jesus Christ. Oh, all right. I got you. Four. Fuck me. Oh, all right. Well, Levelator just opened. That's Levelator. interesting. All right. Well, here, here we, we are. Go, buddy. Again, thank you again for joining us. Uh, I am Donovan. I'm Colin. And uh, we are happy to have you here. It has been three weeks since we have broadcast... Um, a podcast because I did do that one, yes, that one live stream that uh, we we will talk about. Before we get to that, I want to thank everyone again for joining us on our Facebook at Salt of the Streets. Um, we obviously have our Instagram at Salt of the Streets. We have our own personal social medias. Our YouTube at Salt of the Streets. We have our own personal social medias. I am at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. He is a Big Bird Alfie on both those things. You can find all this stuff. SubtleStreets.com. Everything is there. Our website that my wife made. It is fantastic. It's awesome. So good. So, How's my hair, by the way? It's good. Is it okay? Yeah, it's All short. Right. It's, you know, it's I was uh, like the hat, tight. The hat, the glasses, and the headphones is just too much. You want to get it pulled up oh, on yeah, there? Let me pull up the old Facebooks um, here. Yeah, so <laughs> because we <laughs> took that time off, one of the things that I did was do a live stream Um about god i'm not gonna get too deep into it because it was like a whole ordeal um oh it was an event but i did a live stream that i felt like in the end really was just imploring people to follow fact instead of personal information being shared on the internet regarding a shooting that happened or a police involved shooting that happened on the 3rd of July in Paulsbo. Um, and it turned into a whole thing where like we're bootlickers, you know, and like we condone police murder and like a whole, a whole deal. Um, yeah, as we do, when, you know, when again, really my point was that I was just trying to say we should wait for more information to come out before we assume malice on anyone's side. Um, but that is not how it translated. There seemed to be many people who understood what I was getting across, but one particular person who I'm not going to call out as an individual, one particular person who was unable to, I think, truly understand what the point was of what I was getting at. Um, <laughs> so it was a whole deal. I would, again, I mean, I would implore everyone to go and check it out and so that you can see how you feel for yourself. I think um, you did a very fine job of that, by the way. <laughs> and I didn't feel like I said anything that no. was super divisive, you know? No, like, not I at felt all. like I was pretty, um, but you know, that's, I guess that's just me. Um, that's, well, that's, it's not you. It's just. <laughs> It's the times we live in these days, you know? Yeah. You can't say shit anymore without somebody blowing up your spot because you're going to offend somebody. Yeah. And there was like a like a conflation of events between like something that happened in Paulsbo and then something that happened a few days later in Seattle. Yeah. And like for people who don't live here, Paulsbo and Seattle are, I mean, they're like over an hour away from each other. So they're different. I mean, and one of them is a city and the other one is a town. You know I mean? Seattle is, is obviously a big city and Paulsbo is a very small town. So there's just a lot of differences between two events that could happen between those two bodies of um, police that oh yeah that will change you know culturally the night and day yeah especially uh, one of the things I thought was interesting is 
I mean, Seattle Police Department has, like, a horrendous history of police brutality, especially among minorities, you know? Yeah, it's not great. That I don't believe is uh, is shown in Paulsbo. Um, I did not have an opportunity to go to the Paulsbo Police Department and ask because I did intend on going and asking whether or not there had ever been an investigation regarding racial bias among police officers in their department because that's not something I've ever heard of in Paulsbo. No, um, it doesn't seem like it would come up a lot. Right. So... So, like I said, that's just one of the many things that would be different. But um, it ended up being a very interesting – it was like a three- or four-day deal where that guy was just hammering. Like, and I didn't say nothing in the comments. I wasn't in there battling anybody. Like, No, and some conversations he, <clears throat> you don't need to have. Well, and then he ended up having a conversation with someone else with Casey where they're, oh, like, yeah. arguing back and forth. And then for some reason he still is, like, thinking that, I don't know, that, like, Casey is part of the podcast or something like that. And, like, he's like, I'm glad that no one listens to your podcast. <laughs> like, then, like, all right. That's, that's <laughs> all right, buddy. Thanks. Say. I mean, first of all, Casey has nothing to do with us, but it's, <laughs> it was no, funny. He's um, just he's one of those people that ho- he always has an open chair at the table. Yeah. Just because he's been... He was like the original fanboy. Casey? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, shout out Case Balls. One of the things that that guy said was like, oh, you guys probably can't defend yourselves and like, so you need the police to do your killing for you. And, you know, if I was there, I would have fucking knocked that guy's bitch ass out or, or oh, yeah, know, I'm something, sure, something like that. That's um, what they all say. And then the next day, Case Balls and I went shooting. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it was funny. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't, not at all. I can't defend myself. That's, no, yeah, not even know. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> With or without the gun, you're a very uh, daunting human being and in stature. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was interesting. Because, I mean, again, not to like get personal, but this dude, like I know him, you know. And so when I was talking to like, guys at work about it, I was like, like, if I saw this dude in person, there's no way he would ever speak to me like this. Like, no. And that's what I really think is shocking about this. Like this, this conversation <laughs> would not happen like this if we were in front of each other. So I think that's very interesting. <laughs> so, God, and that was like, you did that like a, a week into our – our time uh, off, right? yeah yeah i think close to a week into it and that seems so far away from where we are today yeah isn't that weird yes time has been uh you know time is relative right yeah <laughs> and it's definitely felt like way more than like three weeks that we've been gone right at least for me it has been a struggle and a half to reach today and we're here yeah. And we finally made it. We did it. I'm yeah. so excited. <laughs> I want to thank everyone who's joined us here since we started. Um, so what did you do? Well, before we continue, I needed to tell everyone what you ate today before I got here. I'm a little bit late here today, but what did you eat before I got here today? I broke my fast with a sandwich. <sighs> a nice sandwich. In other words, it was just breakfast sandwich. Yeah. yeah. The standard, my, uh, well, I guess everything I eat now is standard now that I say that. Whether it's a breakfast sandwich, whether it's a breakfast scramble, breakfast casserole, it's all standard, standard for me now. Standard procedure now. But I ate food, and it was good. Yeah. I had just one minute cup of coffee. Only one. Huh? Yeah, I'm starting to try to trying to pull back a little bit. Interesting. You know, it's every now and again, I have to force myself to step away from caffeine, prove that I can do it. And then I can jump back on the horse. That's why you didn't go with the triple banger of aminos today. Definitely. Word. Yeah, I've had no aminos today. And it's been, it's actually, I don't think I've had any aminos for about a week. I'm starting to feel a little bit better. Uh, like I'm starting to feel those, the three now. So I'm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that the sips of beer, I think that uh, like tip, tips it off. So yeah. Well, and um, you've been awake since what time this morning? 4.30. I woke up at 3.45. <sighs> 
because the baby was crying and I had to pee. And so I went pee and he stopped crying. And I looked at the clock on my way back to the bedroom and it was 3.45 and I was like, all right, so I have an hour before I wake up. So I'm just going to go and lay down, you know. So whether or not I really slept in that last hour is to be debated. But um, <laughs> no, I've been up since 4.45, which is usually like – That's I like usually, a normal day for you, right? I usually get up about 4. Um, but Saturday is the one day a week that I don't wake up at 4. So I'm definitely not used to doing it on a Saturday. I'm used to like being able to sleep in at least a little bit on Saturdays. That's like so Like until like 8 or something like that, you know. I was watching a – uh a comedy special from Ari Shafir last night on Netflix. And he was talking about, yeah, it was like a two-parter. First one was themed about children. The other one about adulthood. Right. And in one of those, he was talking about how he hates kids and doesn't want kids and all this good stuff. And he, he starts to compare parents to him and he goes, you know, once you have a kid, like, you know, what's your weekend life? You know, Sunday, your alarm clock goes off. Got to get up. Get, you fucking start yelling at the kids. Get your shit ready. Let's go. We got to eat. We got to do all this. Blah, blah. He's like, you know what my day is like on Sunday? No alarm clock. <laughs> I wake up all rested and peaceful. And I look at my alarm or my, my clock and it says 1030. And I just go, meh. I go back to sleep for two hours. <laughs> He's like, as a parent. You never have that ever Mm-mm. again until the little fuckers are like 18 and they're off. And thank, thanks to the fact that it's, you know, 2019, 20, getting close to 2020, these kids are going to be living in your house now until they're at least 30. So you've got nothing to look forward to. No, no, <laughs> no. And, um, and he was sick last week too. So he slept oh. like particularly shitty, you know, but. Poor bud. That's all right. I'm like almost done with his room. I got all the mudding done and I did all the sanding yesterday except for like the ceiling. So we're like, we're danger close to, to an actual baby room. I bought all the texture and everything so I could do that this week. Bought those parts for my car. Should be here on Tuesday. Get all that done. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. That'll be a good deal. We did the whale of a run thing today. You know, we went and we like just, we just helped direct the race. There's like a four mile run and a one mile run. Oh just, yeah. We just, so you're like the guys that'll stand on this corner with the sign that says go that way. Yeah. Yeah. I was in a vest. Um, and so we kicked it, you know, and had some coffee and then slept. The baby slept in my jacket for a while because it rained all morning because fucking that's, you know, what we get. Um, so the whale, the run, is that a, that's part of whaling days? Whaling days. Okay. Yeah. Which is like a celebration in Silverdale for whaling something. I don't, not sure what the origin of whaling days is. I don't know. I'm curious, um, but it's happened, you know, for as long as I've been around. So don't they do like fireworks and shit. Too, yeah, it's a they? whole deal. Yeah. yeah. Last night was the fireworks and there's, it's like a big carnival pretty much. Like there's games and like food and shit that you can go and get and a fucking parade today that happened. Oh, wow. Derek Kilmer was in the parade last year. He probably was there again this <laughs> year. That's like, I think he makes that a point. Uh, I keep missing that dude, uh, man. That. I see pictures on his Facebook and st- or his Twitter of like him posted up at the Bainbridge Island Ferry Terminal yeah. or like he's around and I never catch him. Well, you know, Avi, if you still worked at Bennick, it could have been you and I sitting there bullshitting with him because I got him for like 20 minutes all to myself. It was a whole deal. Yeah, just stab me right in the fucking heart yeah. again, Tom. <laughs> I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, that was pretty sick. That is, so. when you think about it, right, on an objective level. Yeah. Your federal representative yeah. that represents you, you got to spend one-on-one time with him. Yeah, it was rad. That's awesome. It was really cool. 
That is so cool. Yeah, I enjoyed that a lot, and I appreciated that he was willing to do something like that, you know? Um, Dude, I've been thinking about Benick a lot lately. Yeah. So I've been thinking... um, No, this is a personal thing I want to talk to you about. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, Let's see here. So... The other day, your wife, uh, she posted on her story all the time on like Instagram and whatnot, right? Indeed. Um, and so she was listening to Macklemore the other day. Oh, nice. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, um, get down on some Macklemore. So I want to talk about that for a minute because okay. I was into Macklemore. Like I got into him like in junior high when he was like starting out. Deep and underground. Still, yeah, right? yeah. It's like yeah. still making his own shit, right? Um, and, like I didn't, you know, I was into him before. I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm just gonna toot my own horn for a minute. I was totally into him before, like other kids in school were into him. You know, like way before fucking thrift shop and like all that shit. Uh-huh. Like that was later when I was in high school. I think and that's the same story with like Marks and Jake too. They've been he, on that train for a long time. Yeah, and then once he started doing that type of shit, like thrift shop and whatnot, I got really turned off to that. And like that whole album and like signing like a big deal and stuff like that. I was like, you fucking sold out like your whole and it's not like and i then only bothered me because i don't i don't generally have a problem with like someone signing a big deal like i i have a problem with this because your whole fucking thing was not signing a big deal and like being independent and making your own shit and then you're like ah but i've been doing that for long enough i want to sign a big deal now like oh yeah your I mean, whole like whole song like, on that album like about you, not signing a big deal you made like three albums about how you're being independent and now you're not going to be independent anymore like you fucking sold out bro and now you're just yeah, I was really not a fan of that. And so I've had a hard time since then with him just – I mean, I'm not like – I can't believe he's fucking making music. But, like, I just, like, getting down on him. Like, I just – like, you sold out and your whole thing was not selling out. And, like, why would you do that? Like, it felt very inauthentic uh-huh. to me and I had a real problem with it. You know? Well, I get it, though. I mean, I really do get it. Because- I understand the man wants his money, but fuck. Well, that and, I mean <sighs> – even in the time that he was coming up, it's not the same as it was to Tay, for sure. Right. It's, I mean, it's black and white compared to what it was even back then, which wasn't that long ago. And for him to join on to, you know, some big fucking contract or whatever. And I'm going to admit ignorance in a lot of this because I didn't really jump on the Macmore train until the heist came out. But I can understand it because that. Not only do you get the money with that, but now you're reaching an entire, you know, a huger audience, a, right. a much bigger audience. And now your your <coughs> stuff is, it's a, yeah, it's a little bit more mainstream and it's got a different sound to it and all this stuff. But I mean, I, I'm i not going to hate on him for it. It's about I feel time like he, he gets to <laughs> kick back, relax, and reap the whirlwind of his... Uh, <coughs> and I only reap what he sowed. And I only talk shit for so long. You know, now it's just a, a thing of the past that it happened that I just don't really listen to his music. But I feel like it's like if you and I did this for like 10 years, you know, and then we were actually making money and like doing shit like that. And I was like, I'm going to go take a job at CNN and I'm going to go and work there for the next couple of years. And then everything is going to be cool. And then maybe I'll like make a run for president or something. Like, like, you're like what? Like that's totally selling out. Like that would be you know us being all independent fucking journalism and objective truth and whatever for all for ten years and then for like, ah, CNN though like, nah, they're nah. gonna give me a fat fucking contract five years and like thirty million dollars just for me to yeah, fucking man. You be can a wear a suit every day. 
you know, and then sit there and blatantly lie to America. People would judge me for that. They would be like, this guy's a piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, this guy's a fucking hack and I'm over it. No, no, I'd that's... be sitting in the back going, dude, this is the long con. This is the long con. <laughs> He's coming back after this contract is over. Yeah. Within a few years, me and him will be doing, I'll be your, your fucking, your uh, Steve Bannon. <laughs> I'll be the Steve Bannon to your Donald Trump and we'll sit in the White House and we'll record the pod from there. Yeah. It'll be great. Right in the Oval Office. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I'll go with that all day, bro. So I was listening to something the other day um, and I don't want to, you know, fucking trigger warning, um, but I was listening to the NPR politics podcast the other day. And so I just want to ask you about something that confused me. And I want to see if maybe you can help me sort it out. Was right? this the NPR politics, the podcast? politics podcast? Yeah. And so this was, I think I wrote this down before we took our break. So it was like a month ago. Right. So it gets a little wild over there. on that. So it was, it was one of the openings that they do where someone else does it. Yep. Right. And this person said <laughs> that they were a trans woman with a wife whose son is about to be born. Yeah. Um, I I, did that. I ask you about this already? No, or but this it's so <laughs> my mind. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, and, here we are. And when I heard that, I was at work and I stopped and I said, what? <laughs> I said, a because it had, it was, so a trans woman is a man transitioning to a woman, right? I believe because so. Because I believe this person had like a more masculine voice, right? Yes. So it was a trans woman who, with a wife. Who was pregnant. Whose, who, yeah, yeah, whose son was about to be born. Yes. Right? Which I. So in other words, it's a genetically a man and a woman. Which I suppose there is nothing. There is those two, those things aren't like contradictory necessarily, right? No. Like, the, especially the way that it's laid out. But I guess it just like just caught me off guard because it would have to be something more like <clears throat> a more progressive description of, of that for yeah. it to not make sense. Right. Yes. Like for it to be like, this is contradictory. Like, but because this person is like, no, like I'm a man who's transitioning to a woman. And like, I just mm -hmm. happened to like have impregnated my wife, like such as the circumstance that we're in. Right. So, um, <clears throat> But it thought it was interesting, you know. What it I'm is, saying? yeah, definitely. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, at least, oh god, I can't believe I'm going to go there. At least uh, they're not talking about getting their balls waxed. Hey everyone, I really hope you're loving this week's episode of Salt of the Streets podcast. Well, did you know that you can actually get paid? just for listening to this podcast. I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. We just discovered this free new app called PodCoin, and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts. Here's how it works. You listen to podcasts, and you earn PodCoin while you listen. Then you turn that PodCoin in for gift cards at places like Amazon or Starbucks. Or if you're a really good person, you can even donate that PodCoin to various charities. The more you listen, the more you earn. So here's what you do. Download the app right now on iPhone or Android, and I have a special code just for you. Simply use our code SALTPOD, that's S-A-L-T-P-O-D, SALTPOD, and you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. And if you listen to enough of on there, you can get what I like to get at Starbucks, a nice grande nitro cold brew purely on us. So go ahead and go listen to this podcast right now or virtually any other podcast right now on PodCoin. And make sure to sign up with our code, SALTPOD, S-A-L-T-P-O-D, SALTPOD. I swear, it'll change the way you listen to podcasts. And now, back to the show.
<laughs> and I didn't I didn't finish that episode of Ben Shapiro, so I like I don't know exactly what he's talking about. So what's Oh dude, it's everywhere. What's oh the, my god. So what's the problem here? What's the okay, controversy? So there's a trans woman, which would be a biological man, in Canada who has do you want to take over this thing? I just wanted to see what was up here. That's all. Yeah, I can I, I just want to make I could sure. barely multitask right now. What up now. everybody? Um no, you but yeah, it was a trans woman yes. in Canada who apparently had wanted to go in for a bikini Brazilian wax or something like that, um, and I guess was trying to make the appointment, made the appointment or something like that, and then they refused her service because they do not perform waxing on, on men. male genitalia. Oh, and that like was a woman. that was just a bigoted, terrible, transphobic, you know thing to happen why would you want to wax your balls uh, first of all like, i don't that seems i like don't understand that, that be, period um, why anybody would ever want to do that but to assume that a waxing parlor whatever you want to call them that only does only provides services to yeah. genetic women because that's the that's the tackle they're used to you know dealing with and it's the the thing that they're trained to do they're not trained to to wax men's balls and so, if you are a <laughs> trans woman that still has your male genitalia intact, could be dangerous almost. I seems. would certainly imagine, especially if somebody doesn't know how to do it properly. That seems like a very delicate region, yeah, to fuck with. And so, anyways, this blew up. The whole controversy blew up, and this trans woman went around, and started making the rounds on different interview shows and whatnot. And it's it was just a train wreck, man. They, I mean. It's one of those controversies to nowhere. Everybody gets all offended and then it just fades yeah. off because it's there's objectively there's nothing to actually tackle here. It's just okay, well, sorry, dude. I mean they make I mean, ma'am, they make home waxing kits, you could probably start there or maybe go to some place that does male genitalia waxing that right. has experience there. But that led to a you know, a lot of great you know, Twitter memes were fantastic, and they they still are in some ways. But a lot of uh, retorts and wax my balls hashtag wax my balls. Yeah, it's been it's been, pretty fun. <laughs> it's been pretty fun. Do they not have the right to refuse service in Canada? Like, is there well, you're not because I know like in America you could be like, no, I like I reserve the right to refuse service to anybody, yeah. and fuck you, I'm not going to wax your balls. So do you is that not the same thing in Canada? I think it's. It's probably pretty similar, but they have that complication of, you know, the Human Rights Council. C-16 and, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, there is a, you know, civil or a, whatever that body, that Welcome again, non-legislative everybody. body is. Yeah, yeah. They have to look at it and they, you know, will make some kind of fucking ruling on it or, and who knows. But when it comes to like that social issue stuff, Canada is a whole nother battlefield man so on this same tilt let me ask you about this right earlier this week i was listening to start here i think and they were talking about oh yeah <clears throat> which is pretty good right pretty good yeah um big fan so they were talking about berkeley california and in berkeley they changed their like oh. their their city ordinance and stuff right so all of their laws no longer say he or she they say they yeah, they're right? general neutral which is vocabulary. not which is not like super uncommon because if you read through washington state laws they say he she 
or they, which I don't think is meant to be progressive. I think it's just meant to be all encompassing. But in this particular instance in Berkeley, it is meant to be like progressive, right? Oh, yeah. And so because they didn't just change laws, they also changed like a manhole cover is now like a maintenance hole cover. It's not a manhole cover anymore. Fraternities and sororities are not fraternities and sororities anymore. They're like collegiate Greek associations or something like that. So it's all this stuff that's, you know, congressmen and women, that's not a thing anymore. Like, it's just like, whatever. People. So, <clears throat> which on its face, I think it's silly, right? I yeah. just, it's just, it's a silly thing that it's like, whatever. When you're going around changing the name of an inanimate <laughs> object because it has a masculine tone yeah, to yeah. it, you can go find a, you could take a long drive off a short bridge as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Metaphorically. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but it's the thing wild. that I did that I actually liked about it, right? I think it was the way that it was broken down on... on, Start here. Yes, where they were saying that, like, the laws in itself, it would be more encompassing, right? Which I was like, well, that's good because it could be closing a possible loophole where someone's like, oh, I don't identify as a he or she, I identify as a they. So this law doesn't apply to me because it says he or she. You know what I'm saying? And so their legal argument is like, this doesn't apply to me because it says he or she and not they. So you really, really want to complicate the law? Just go hang out in Berkeley for a little while. Do you know what I'm saying? So I was like, so that's good. Like, at least there's that, you know, that there's there's (laughs) that positive to it. it. That's a good way to look at it. Yes. Yeah. I think it's ridiculous. But in a progressive town like Berkeley, it kind of makes sense. Could be a lot worse in Berkeley, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. <clears throat> what's up? Uh, Jordan's cousin, Michael Barker, is watching from the Czech Republic. Oh, so, Joe! What's up, Michael Barker? Thank you. My I cousin Caleb is watching. Czech. What's up, everybody? You have a hat. I drank a beer from the Czech Republic when Jordan and I went out for our anniversary. It was, nice. Pilsner. It was really good. Yeah, Dude, I've heard the Czech Republic is gorgeous. Well, yeah. Michael Barker, is it beautiful where you're at? Please tell us. Send us a pic um, on that Facebook, bro. Yeah. So I was also listening to Ben Shapiro's been talking about the Apollo 11 podcast, right? Have you listened uh-huh. to any of that? No. So I listened to almost all of it, right? And I learned a lot of really interesting stuff, just like quirky things. And I thought this, like, this thing really moved me. And when I was telling Jordan about it, she was like, I'm confused but intrigued as to why this moved you, right? So Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong are the first men to walk on the moon, right? Neil Armstrong first and then behind him, Buzz Mm -hmm. Aldrin. So Buzz Aldrin's the dude you see in the photo of the guy getting out of the landing craft because Neil Armstrong has taken the photo, right? So (laughs) so while I'm listening to this, the narrator is talking about when they land, you know, there's like, they're supposed to wait six hours before they get out and do their first moonwalk and they're like, fuck that. Like, we're not waiting six hours. So instead they wait three and they're just getting all their stuff together. Like, they wait as as short a time as possible. It's like, bitch, we're on the moon. Fuck off. I'm getting out there. The first thing that Buzz Aldrin does when they land on the moon before they start doing shit, right? After they shut down the craft and they're kicking, they're like, okay, well, like, whatever. So the first thing Buzz Aldrin does is he takes communion. Interesting. So the first liquid ever poured on another planet was wine that had been blessed, right? And when he's writing in his book about it, when he's writing about fucking landing on the moon, he says, I took communion when I got there because I couldn't think of a better way to celebrate our achievement than to thank God. Wow. You know? And I was like, that is just the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, it's like such a, like, so devoted to his religion that 
this massive achievement of man, you know, like this amazing leap, like you said, for mankind that you have achieved all of these things is like not even about the things that man just did, but about the ability to have done it because of God, you know? And I thought that was so fucking interesting. Like That is cool. Like you just went to another planet, dog. You went to another planet on a fucking rocket made by other dudes and you're like, but God let us do this. You know? And I was like, that's that's something else. Like, and I appreciate the shit out of that. You so know, I'm just gonna go ahead and protect you here for five years in the future. We'll Neil deGrasse Tyson first listen to this. <laughs> the moon is not a planet, bro. Right. But right. I got you. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. I know and it's I like a satellite or whatever the fuck, but And I just so much more respect to them because I think it would take a lot. It speaks, we'll just say it speaks volumes to his devotion, to his faith in whatever form he carries that faith in. Yeah. And to be able to step away and just to step away and step back from the true moment that you're at and take time to do that because yeah. you think it's important enough. I think it's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I thought that was wild. I was I yeah. was really intrigued by that. Um, I also learned that when they moved that lunar lander into the museum that it's at now in the Smithsonian, they had to reinforce it because the legs were not strong enough to support its weight on Earth, only on the moon. Makes sense. Yeah, so they had to like yeah. reinforce, like rebuild part of the legs. Because you're going for the lightest load possible. Exactly. And if you don't need the strongest metal to withstand like the exactly. one-third gravity. So I think it's like one-sixth or something like something that. Yeah, super light. <clears throat> of course, you're going to go light on that. You're going to skip right. easy. Right. It doesn't need to support itself on Earth, just on the moon, because it's only ever going to be on the moon. Yeah. And that the walls on that were as thin as like aluminum foil, like the walls on the lunar lander. So in between you and the fucking vacuum of space, it's just fucking tinfoil. I'm not okay know? with that. Yeah. There's something about that that's... Highly distressing. And that's one of the reasons that an asteroid, even like a tiny one, is such a concern because oh, yeah. it'll just pierce right through any of that shit. Hell yeah. yeah. You won't even know it either half the time. Yeah. And it's the, traveling so fast. The amount of room they had inside of the lunar lander it was a closet that they stood in. Um, and then they were supposed to sleep in there once they got to the moon. They're like, you guys need to sleep before you can walk on the moon. So one of them slept like almost upright and then the other one kind of laid down like across him and that's how they slept on the lunar lander. Wow. Wild. Tell you, it was wild. super fucking interesting. It was wildly interesting. Yeah, I've been kind of just stockpiling all that Apollo Apollo 11 stuff for for future yeah. you know, listening. So we can turn it back to political because um, this year is the 50th anniversary of the moon landing, right? Yeah. And... So there's been all kinds of different, you know, podcasts and news stories and shit like that, right? But one that stood out to me was the one that The Daily did, right? And it ended up just pissing me off, right? Because... I probably skipped over it. I'm because, not Because... And I'll tell you why. And then I'll tell... So this story was about how the first man to walk on the moon could have possibly been a black dude, but he got fucked over in this government, whatever, you know, and like the funding got pulled and he got moved around. And so he wasn't in line with this first group of astronauts that maybe he could have walked on the moon. Yeah. Right. So Systematic super racism. interesting, super interesting. And it's like how, like what a, what a weird stroke of events that that's mm -hmm. what happened. Maybe it's racist and maybe it's whatever. Right. But it's like, is it seriously to the point that we can enjoy fucking nothing mm -hmm. without it having to be just tainted? Like, 
But don't forget, America hates black people and we fuck them over all the time. Like, yeah. I understand that it was the 60s and it was like civil rights and all that shit. But can we seriously not just take a fucking second to appreciate the fact that we put people on the goddamn moon? Like, why? Why is that not, like, because it wasn't done by a minority or a woman, it's not okay. You know, it's only cool once we fucking finally put a woman and a black guy up there. Like, that's the only time that it's okay. So, fuck Neil Armstrong. Let's watch fucking Hidden Figures or whatever. You know, like, I don't. Why? Like, why is that not okay? Why is it not fucking cool that we put people on a, on a fucking satellite? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. Why does it need to be tainted by racial bias in america because it's so widespread you know mm. like i yeah why? i just like it's bad <clears throat> times bro it's very strange times in the words of joe rogan that we can't even i'm sorry not you to can't really, talk about anything anymore <clears throat> impactful yeah. without somebody chiming up to be like well actually yeah. it could have it could have it should have whatever the bullshit is can we not just like you said step back look big picture and go wow this was an amazing human achievement right period yeah it does right it doesn't even have anything to do with like that america is the one that did it you know mm -hmm. it's it's consequential that it happened to have ended the cold war right because at the time like nuclear tensions were so high that the only way to end it was with some type of technological race right and that's part of what this really cool podcast was about was how this was like so closely related to the cold war and because so many nuclear arms were spread amongst the planet like this this was the way to solve it, you know. And oh, whoever yeah. got to the moon first, they're like, "You are the superior technology. You're you win," you know. And so when when Russia put someone in space first, America was like, "Fuck, fuck!" Like we're we're we fucking go, yeah, dude. shit's bad. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And that's why they did all these insane tests and rushed it forward so hard, right? That's why everybody needs so, to watch October Sky. Consequential, right? So why why is it not enough to just recognize like? You know, because there's got to be, I don't know, it's, I, it's not okay to be proud anymore. You know, it really isn't. Can't if, be proud of anything that America did because no. at some point we were all guilty of something terrible. And even, you know? I mean, you can even expand that out from there. It depends on what you're talking about. But I mean, it, if it has any kind Thank you of for joining us, everybody. real life effect in yeah. today's world in 2019, <clears throat> somebody is going to try to taint it with the you know under the eyes of intersectional politics yeah and they're just going to ruin it and they've done a really great job of that with this so i think that's probably part of the reason i've been waiting on this paul 11 stuff because there's i don't want to jump into that and have it tainted with all the 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 current rhetoric around it if right people are talking shit right now let's just wait till all that dies down because it will right and then I'll jump back into it. Well, and it's like if this wasn't if it wasn't constantly fucking discussed all of the time, I no. would never I would hardly never consider race. Like no. it like this fucking how divisive it is. And maybe I'm sure there's a whole slew of people that's like, hey, that's exactly what we have to talk about all the time because you need to be aware of the fucking bias, you know, that's going on everywhere around you. No. And I just I am not I had talked about this before, you know, like a long time ago. Like I'm not, I would never say that there is not like racial bias or you know discrimination and shit that happens in america like that's not something that i would say you know but when we had that discussion like like let's talk about specific examples you know and discuss maybe it's uh -huh. happening in pocketed portions of america and not just widespread blanketed across the country that every state fucking hates black people and minorities you yeah. know like i just don't 
And I think I don't think that's like that. That's representative of America. No, you know, no, I and don't. it's and it's not. It never, it never is because at least in today's day and age, I mean, when you're talking civil rights era, Jim right. Crow laws, all that stuff. Yes, that was obviously systematically racist, right? You know, and it was this weird thing because it took so long. There was a period between the Civil War, Reconstruction, and Jim Crow. Yeah. There was a period in there where shit was kind of okay, depending on where you're at and all yeah. this, you know. And then all of a sudden, it, it would slid back down the, you know, that slippery slope. And next thing you know, we're dealing with Jim Crow. This guy says Steve Burglar. Steve Burglar. Said, my Asian neighbor sneaks into my backyard and steals my tomatoes. This is America. Do you know this person? I, d- I don't It's know. okay if you don't. I'm just asking. That's <laughs> that's wild as fuck. It is. I, it's, it's reminiscent Let of me your, ask your you this, dog Steve. poop story. Let me ask. Yeah, fucking neighbors, right? <laughs> Let me. He, that guy's white, though. But <laughs> if he was Asian, we'd have something to relate about. Steve, do you grow enough tomatoes that, that... Not that it's right. Not that it's right, right? But do you grow enough tomatoes that it's okay? <laughs> not that it's not okay, because it's not like... It's never okay that someone's stealing your shit, you know? But, like, do you have a few that you can sacrifice? Or it's like, this guy's really cutting into my bottom line of tomatoes here. Like, again, it doesn't it doesn't matter. I'm just... I mean, for one, straight... He shouldn't be stealing your tomatoes. Is Trespassing that, on your private point? property yes. is not okay. Yeah. But... <laughs> um yeah i don't know man i just i love that it's it's kind of messed up somebody's coming in stealing your produce that's I not okay this. no no it's, it's kind of a dick move it's you know it's it'd fucked up. be really funny we live in the passive aggressive capital of the world be really funny maybe post up a little sign and be like i know I've, i know you've Could been touch stealing my tomatoes, my tomatoes. I yeah. would love to share my tomatoes with you. Maybe just come ask, ask me. Yeah, if you ask me, I would give you some. That's <laughs> God, that would be, to I, post a sign on the on whatever your yeah. tomatoes are in. If they're in a raised bed or something, if you ask, I'll give you some. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love. America. I agree. That's fucked up. Do you? Because I don't think that him being Asian really has anything to do with him stealing your tomatoes. I think it's really just that he's a dick and he happens to be Asian, yeah. you know. But yeah, I don't know about that situation. Yeah, because That's I know I know a lot thing. of Asian people and they don't like just tend to be. But I'll tell you what, this one time, <laughs> Trenton, it's, it's not like a he, typical he, stereotype. <laughs> no, I don't think so. This one time, my best friend Trent was at my house and he was getting ready to leave. Been there for hours, getting ready to leave, and he put on his jacket and a whole pocket full of uh flossers throughout like little plastic ones with the little piece of floss and oh, a yeah. whole pocket full of them fell out right <laughs> and i was like what are you doing man and he was like i don't like i just needed flossers and i'm like so why would you not ask, ask me and like just tell me that you need flossers like why instead would you steal a whole handful of flossers? like i don't consider it stealing because we're best friends like you take it if you need it and i don't even use them like you can have them all you know but why would you not oh, say something we've been, best, friend. the system we've been there, best, best friends for so long <laughs> <laughs> why would you not say something <laughs> oh god i love people so much man Trenton, we are so confusing yeah we do some weird shit Steve. And it really, I mean, it's the weird shit that people do, like essentially stealing a handful of floss and picks or yeah, tomatoes stealing out of your tomatoes out of your backyard. I mean, that's what makes life interesting. That's a bold move that he goes into your backyard 
to because the dude at least like who brings his dog to shit in my yard that's like the front part that's down by the street it's you know not, like he, yeah, it's not he doesn't in. come up into my fenced yard to that would be a whole nother fucking deal if he came into my fence for his dog to shit yeah. but that part of my yard is like down by the street so i can at least you know people do it but it's super bold that he like that he comes into. Is he your uh, your if he's back fenced yard? Is he your back neighbor? Like like your your yard's back up like this, or your next door neighbor that comes? Yeah, I was into say, there's your a yard. lot of variables we need to suss out here. Yeah, yeah. Can you draw me a diagram of, <laughs> of your neighborhood so I know it, like the level of egregiousness of this oh. of this tomato thief? No, either way, like I said, I think it's very bold that he comes into your yard to steal your tomatoes. I think that's very interesting. Yeah, dude. Like, what if I'm planning on making a big old batch of salsa or something? And like, yeah, yeah. That's that's only a few tomatoes, but it's going right. to add to my my end product here. You it's can't be cutting into the bottom line. Yeah. You know? I don't want to go down to the store and get some of them GMO, GMO tomatoes. No, I'm trying to good. make some recreational salsa and uh-huh. like give it to my friends and shit. Like, if you're going to make jam, you know, I'm jamming. Recreational, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe it's not co- for commercial purposes, but it's yeah, for recreational purposes. Well, yeah, I had a buddy of mine. He used to make a five-gallon bucket batch of salsa That's every a year. Of salsa, yeah. Dude. He'd make that, and then I don't know how he divvy it up and stuff. But he'd always end up giving it out, giving it out, giving it out. And next thing you know, he never had any for himself. Some motherfuckers started to make two five-gallon buckets Damn. of salsa. Damn. Damn. But you got to double your pro, your, you know, your produce yield. Right. You got to double right. up all your ingredients. You know, it gets expensive, bro. Well, I think it, I think with that, I guess I will, we should tell you guys, we're going to, we're going to have kind of a grab bag show today. We're going to talk about some stuff that just happened over the last couple of weeks. Oh, we're yeah. going to talk about the fight that happened between like the Democratic Party and the squad and President Trump. So we're going to talk about all that because everyone is racist. And then we're going to talk about the Mueller <laughs> hearing earlier this week. We're going to talk a little bit about Iran and, um, excuse me. We're going to talk about some other things we got written down here. We've got all kinds of stuff going on. Got a little um, Hong Kong news. Yeah. Before I do this, though, the last thing I wanted to say in the pre-show, did you know? I'm sure you didn't. So let me tell you, please. The very first commissioner of the major league of Major League Baseball. Okay. Right. His name was Kennesaw Mountain Landis. Mm. So. There's that. Um, I was <clears throat> in my car earlier this week during lunch, <clears throat> and I was walking back in, and I'm, you know, making myself laugh because I think that I'm super funny, and so I thought of, like, a joke, you know? That's like, I wish that polygamy was still acceptable, right? Not because I want to have a bunch of wives mm-hmm. or a bunch of kids because I don't want to take care of nine kids, no, but I got this whole list of like fucked up names that I'm trying to hand off to kids <laughs> that like no one will do, you know, that I'm really am interested in like trying to Kennesaw Mountain Landis. Like that's a fucking great name, you know, no wait still increase like all these names that I like really want to give to a kid that Jordan would never accept, you know. So that's the only reason, like, because I don't want to take care of nine kids. No, you dude. know, they can't actually be your kid. But if I'm a polygamist, be... like, then I can maybe have, you know, like I watch a show where they live in a mountain, like dug into a, a fucking mountain, oh, yeah, and all the different yeah. houses. Guys, like a, a giant house that's four houses that he just spends a different night in each part of the house. You know, <sighs> so that's what I need. Is that's that? What you need. And then just a couple of different families, all with crazy names spread about. And I would be so happy. All right. Well, we'll get to work on figuring <laughs> so, out how we do yeah. that. 
So that's it. But uh, Steve, I I'd like to hear more about your neighbor because I'm really interested in like in the specifics of of what's going on here. I hope you're still listening. I hope you don't feel like we made fun of you. That was Definitely not, not. not our intent. But you have, it inherently... is an interesting problem. You have yeah. to admit it. So and it's an inherently funny problem, and maybe an inherently Asian issue. But that's, I don't know. That, that bears some investigating. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to see what the deal is. I'll ask Trenton see what the deal is with that. There so, you go. Ask uh, the with, Asian guy. Yeah. With, with that, I want to thank everyone again for joining us. This was a great pre-show. Hit everyone oh. here it was fantastic. It was a great time. Thank you for joining us on our Salt of the Streets Facebook. We have our Instagram at Salt of the Streets. We have our YouTube at Salt of the Streets where you can watch this later. We have our personal social medias. I am at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca underscore Don on Instagram. He is at Big Bird Afi on both of those things. You can find everything at saltofthestreets.com. Thank you again. Episode 64. Look out for it on Monday. Peace out, everybody. Oh, shit. He kept commenting on it. No, I need them all. He also... Out there tilling the land, trying to take my job, too. This is America. My black neighbor ain't stealing my tomatoes. What is going on here? Oh, my God.